Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we talk about movies. Nobody seems to know what they're about. Mm-hmm. I'm Bridget. I'm Anne. This week we watched Murder in the Vineyard. And Finally, I have <laughs> a lifetime movie that brings together murder <laughs> Conspiracy and <theory>. wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I don't want to spoil anything, but I do have a little bit of a game um, because I found three descriptions of this movie and they are all completely different. And so then I wrote one. <laughs> so I okay. want to read you these descriptions okay. and you tell me if it's one that I wrote, one I got from the Lifetime Movie Club app, one I got from IMDb. Uh, the official description, and then one that I got from a random guy who wrote it on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are you ready to hear these? Yes. Okay, the first one is Emma and her daughter Beatrice have moved from the big city to a smaller town. Emma's career is thriving, and Beatrice makes friends easily, but things go downhill when Beatrice is hazed by an unknown assailant. I'm going to say that is the Lifetime Movie Club description. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, Anne, did you see anyone get hazed in this movie? Uh, no, I did not. You <laughs> okay. know what else I didn't see? Someone murdered in the vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the title of the film. <laughs> There's so much. Okay. Okay, the second one. <laughs> High school football coach Luke eagerly welcomes back in town his football. young flirt, Emma Kirk, who comes who comes run biologically the vineyard she inherited after selling an online business. What? His two <laughs> players show interest in her teen daughter Beatrice, B, especially star scorer Brian, who just dumped his sickly jealous cheerleader captain date Tracy and gets estranged from his vice captain, Buddy Mac Wilson. B becomes the target of bullying, even a specific roast website. But Detective Roberts and school principal Brown find it hard to track down while pushy Emma complicates everybody's lives. Are you joking (laughs) me? That has to be that random description from a guy. Of course it is. But why? The last line is baffling. Pushy Emma complicates everybody's lives by trying to find her daughter i guess what a bitch (laughs) what okay oh my god (laughs) it really made me laugh that's just a random guy who wrote that yeah where is he i don't know outside of my house (laughs) he's gonna complicate things Okay, here's number three. A woman tries to protect her teenage daughter when she becomes the target of anonymous bullies. That's you. No. No. <laughs> That's also not what happens in this movie. I, I mean, am it's half of what happens. It, yeah. God, boy. IMDb? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I guess I've given myself away here, but. A woman finds love again in her hometown. As she finds happiness, her daughter finds herself being cyberbullied and stalked, but 
By whom? Could it be the second-rate soccer star who's secretly in love with his best friend and doesn't know what to do with his feelings? Only time will tell. (laughs) That's you. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, that's what this movie's about, right? (laughs) I mean, my description would be a mom and her teen daughter move back to the vineyard mom has inherited and daughter is the victim of bullying at school and it has nothing to do with the vineyard (laughs) her daughter is the victim of being bullied at school and being stalked by an unrelated person (laughs) like she's got so much going on (laughs) what (laughs) Can I just tell you who I thought the worst person in this movie was? The fucking cop. What was his deal? Okay. Do you know who he reminded me of? It's like Data from Next Generation. (laughs) But like younger and like slimy and like not as charming as and funny. Like he's just a robot. Like he's not as charming as an android. <laughs> not as <laughs> not as charming as Data. <laughs> Isn't Data an android? Yeah, but he's yeah. still charming. I guess so. He's <laughs> still charming. He's like the ultimate bird. But, I mean, he's that guy was so like he he, he has like lizard person face. Like I expected <laughs> his does. eyes to like <laughs> <laughs> blink sideways. Blink. <laughs> Lick his eyeballs. Ew. <laughs> you think he's related to Randall from whatever that other movie was? Probably. Like Probably. What if it is? It's him. He's just oh, had some surgery over the years. Ugh. So let's talk about this actual movie and yes. like. Okay. So what happens? It's a lot, but also nothing. So like. Um. So the movie opens, and we are seeing a girl escape from like. I guess it's like a shipping container and she's like running and the music is like and then it's like (laughs) (laughs) like these lines so dramatic I did like it though I do love that sound it's pretty good that horror like it's really (laughs) effective even in the lifetime is like there's a there's a name for it I forget what it is but there's like a name for it it's like whale speak or something Um, it's my cool finding Nemo type joke he's really I don't know um so she's running now and everything we see in this opening scene is not what happens when we get back to this part in the movie because we see B running alone getting attacked in the vineyard and getting chloroformed in the very beginning that's what we see Oh, was this B in the even opening scene? I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was the first girl. I guess. This time. <laughs> okay, oh. yeah, we'll get to this as well. But <laughs> wow, so I I'm already understood. off track. <laughs> I never scene. understood that the first girl did she actually kill herself or no? Did the murderer murder her? I thought he he murdered her and made it look like she killed herself. But then she found photos of those other girls. So there's other girls. Wait, I, they never talked to me. You can't. There's okay. There's so much that never comes back. So anyway, hey now, hey now. 
we see her get chloroformed and then it like cuts to three weeks earlier three weeks wow that's a short wait lifetime really is like you know what a lot is gonna fucking happen in our movies in like a (laughs) month we're gonna give these people a month to have everything just completely go bananas on them like you could pick whatever time you want you're in charge of what the time (laughs) is it doesn't have to be like always three weeks no okay so we meet emma she wakes up on her beautiful bedroom and her new vineyard oh my god and she is so happy to wait like this bitch is like another day what a (laughs) blood like it was literally like the stretch and like "Mm, so happy to be alive in this beautiful vineyard it's it's a lot um so we learn as she's talking to a man who i guess has worked on the property yeah just Um, like a maintenance guy maybe or like the caretaker i don't know we meet his whole family but we never find out anything about him so i don't really know why i don't even know what his name was i don't know if she's oh what's it oh only because i looked it up because i thought he looked really familiar but then i couldn't really place him we learn that she's just inherited this property after she I don't think we learned this here, but it doesn't really matter that she like sold her company and made a shit ton of money and then also inherited the vineyard at the same time. Is that what I guess? And she's really into uh, what is it? Biometric wine, biodynamic, biodynamic, (laughs) which I was like, wow, guys, what a dumb fucking thing you just made up. No, it's real. What is it? I don't remember. Stupid. It's just stupid because you know what, guys? Wine is fucking wine. And you know what? I get just as hammered off a $10 (laughs) bottle of wine as you do off of a $50 bottle. So who's the real winner here? Both of us. (laughs) We're drunk on wine. (laughs) But I am $40 richer than you are. Oh, that that is very true. Well, Even... that's probably not true. If you can <laughs> afford a $50 bottle of wine, you're probably far richer than I am. Um, biodynamic wine is made by farming all components of the vineyard as one whole entity, eliminating the use of chemicals and using natural materials and compost. I have no idea what that means. So you just don't fertilize shit with chemicals? You just compost stuff basically what does farming all components of the vineyard as one whole entity it sounds like bullshit and i think it's a money laundering thing (laughs) (laughs) money laundering that doesn't exist that sounds stupid that doesn't make sense Mm mm-hmm um (laughs) regardless juan loves the idea and he's so glad emma's back and then we meet Beatrice, a.k.a. Everyone Calls Me B. Everyone Calls Me B. Um, and she is late for her first day of school. So she gets to school. She sits down in like the principal's office to get her schedule. And they have like a very long conversation about if she's going to be okay taking AP bio. <laughs> I took chemistry last year. <laughs> Who cares about Who this? gives a f- I was very disappointed when we finally got to that class and it wasn't taught by Glenn Howerton because I was like, surely they're talking about <laughs> AP bio so much because they're like, oh, wank. Oh, we got to tie it in with ABC. <laughs> Is that where it's on? I don't fucking I don't remember. <laughs> so we meet the girl who's going to 
like I don't know give her a tour of the school or whatever her name's Chloe and she's from the pep squad (laughs) what the fuck is a pep squad isn't that just cheerleaders I don't know and they never show us what is a pep squad you get a pep rally ready why do you need an entire squad yeah you're like the hype girls for the cheerleaders or you just plan it like you're the party planning committee I don't know (laughs) it just seemed really weird and like I don't know it seemed like pep rallies used to be a really big thing maybe back in like the fucking 60s I don't know we had like one pep rally at my school. I know my kids, they have like a homecoming one that isn't really a thing, but like, yeah, but like the band plays <laughs> and the football players come out and it's like homecoming court. Hey, um, like Google says, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm done. Okay. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> squad is a school spirit organization with the purpose of promoting school spirit by participating at athletic events uh, that sounds like the worst oh, it sounds like <laughs> cheerleaders yeah oh my god all i hear do you hear the boys yelling downstairs no like, i can't so loud <laughs> jesus christ oh boy okay so <laughs> chloe is played by a girl that i recognized because when i was on the not another bad movie podcast and watch deadly seduction she plays a very bitchy college freshman oh no Um, i like her in this she's she's very sweet yeah um she and b have this conversation about like at this school it's almost like athletics are more important than academics okay (laughs) why is this happening not like at every school athletes kind of are treated a little bit better than smart people anyways um so as they're walking they're walking on the track and a soccer ball rolls up to b's feet and a boy runs up and he's like why don't i know you (laughs) like that's pretty good line for a 15 year old idiot yeah and he was supposed to be like the hottie Right. Okay. I actually about this movie loved that Brian and his ex-girlfriend April were the most normal looking people I've ever seen. And they were the most popular people in school. I mean, April looked like they literally maybe plucked her off of the street to be (laughs) in this movie. No offense to April. She's just a real everyday looking gal, Mm -hmm. you know, like she's not teeny tiny gorgeous beautiful she's just like what you look like in high school (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) so the cute boy i guess is brian and he kind of talks to her for a minute and then um his best friend and teammate mac calls him over mac looks like he's about 47 years old. yeah roughly <laughs> roughly 47 i would maybe give him 42 on a generous day when he's gotten a good amount of sleep and had a lot of water <laughs> it's just so weird to cast like mac and b as like, like very good looking people and then they're like not as popular as April right. and Brian. i know who look like they'd be in the math club or something yeah 
which I love, you know, I love the math, but I'm just talking about stereotypes here. Guys. Mm-hmm. Sorry. High school stereotypes. Maybe I shouldn't. Stereotypes are bad. Maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, math club. Oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> so after he walks away, Chloe's like, OMG, he's freaking the guy at this school. He's super popular. Does not mention that he has a girlfriend, Mm -mm. which I thought was weird. We see Emma. She's in town. She runs into Luke, who I guess is like an old friend of hers. Or I Old boyfriend. It was an old boyfriend. That was her old boyfriend from when she grew up there. Okay. Yeah. I must have missed when they said that. No, no. They... They were they were an item back in the day. He said at one point, like something about her being his first love. What was I doing? I don't know. I'm <laughs> shocked I caught that. I, but like, yeah. And you know what? I fucking love Luke. Oh, I love Luke. I love Luke too. Great hair. Yeah. And he did wear like a headband at some points because he's a former soccer player. Mm hmm. And I do enjoy when a soccer player wears a headband. Yeah. I don't know yeah. Why. He was a good guy. I like Luke. Uh, he, I think, I think he did all the right things. Mm. I didn't like the lecture he gave to his yeah, team. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I didn't like that either. Uh, he mostly, mostly tried to be a good guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there but that part of course was... is some problematic masculine bullshit. Because, of course, it's a fucking Lifetime movie and women can't just like, you know, do shit without men there being like, hey, we got to be good guys. (laughs) (laughs) You know, men are always telling us we have to be good guys. (laughs) Um, So as Emma's talking to Luke, they're like hitting it off. We cut to B, who's like in a flower shop or something. And we hear like the music again so something bad is gonna happen and someone is watching her and taking pictures of her and that is creepy Mm -hmm. luke asks emma to dinner and she's immediately like hell yes i can't wait to go to dinner with you she and b meet back up b's like very cool about her mom having a date yeah very cool um oh and then (laughs) This is when we see like oh, a yeah, very but- typical looking farmer walk by and give like death glares. The sassy face, <laughs> like the stink eye. Like, mm. <laughs> I'm mad you're in town. I hate your gods. Um, and Luke's like, oh, those people like own the vineyard behind yours. Um, they probably look at you at competition. And they don't like that you're a woman. And they hate that you're a woman. Thank God you're not on antidepressants because Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Okay, this is then when she and he are driving home, a song comes on that plays multiple times in this movie. And every time it came on, I was like, this is a Christmas movie. I would get like so confused because it sounded very Christmassy to me. I I didn't notice there was one song that played only once, and I actually was like, this is kind of a jam. 
<laughs> but I don't think it was this one because I didn't get any Christmas flair from the one I was liking. Oh, interesting. I don't know what was going on with me. Um, okay, so B goes to school the next day with her friends instead of like walking by herself or Emma taking her. And Emma is like working in the house. She's typing and she hears something she can't figure out where it's coming from yeah it's like we're clanging so we see her going to the garage this dark garage she only has the flashlight on her phone and then we're cutting back to b texting on the toilet at school <laughs> hey you're not allowed to have your phone in class a bitch has got to text sometimes i know i'm sure it happens every day here in america <laughs> toilet mm-hmm. texting so she hears someone come into the bathroom and they start rattling the door. I did not like this. In an aggressive way. It wasn't yeah. like a, oh, whoops, someone's in there. I'll go to. It was like they grabbed the top of the stall and were like yes. shaking the door. And her reaction is nothing. It was like, hey, <laughs> there's someone in here. Like, I would be like, yo, I'm trying to piss and I'm texting. Leave me alone. <laughs> what do you want imagine thinking oh, this person is just really having a hard time opening this door and that's why they're rattling it so hard they just want to get in here and they can't you guys don't it get, you guys don't get that i'm in here <laughs> <laughs> it's locked that's why you can't open it oh boy so so we're cutting back and forth between emma and b emma then like gasps but it's juan she just like for some reason he was working in the dark Mm-hmm. So right. that was cool of him. And to like not let her know that he was going to be banging around in her fucking garage. <laughs> right? Do you live here? Why are you here? So then B goes back to class and Ryan, Brian, I'm so sorry. Brian mm-hmm. is already in the classroom and he like waves her over and tells her to sit by him. Um, and then she and Brian end up becoming lab partners. So she's talking to Chloe and Reese about how like, oh, you're going to love Brian. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. And he, again, they're walking on the track. These girls are only ever talking and walking on the track. Yeah. I don't understand. Because that's so they're on the pep squad. And that's what the pep squad does. <laughs> I guess so. So the soccer team is practicing. Brian just runs up to them when he's supposed to be at practice. And he's like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? Mm, I'm almost too dumb to be in this class. So I'm going to need a lot of help from you. I am a fucking idiot. (laughs) I don't know how I got in this class. I don't understand why I'm in this class. I think there was a scheduling mistake. I'm too scared to say anything. (laughs) Please help me. So she's like, yeah, I'll totally help you. Like, you can come to my house. So she gives him her phone number. And then she notices that she's getting some serious side eye from one of the cheerleaders. Yeah. And this is when Chloe and Reese are like, oh, yeah, that's his girlfriend. Cool. Thanks for letting me flirt with this guy. (laughs) That's his girlfriend. She fucking hates other women talking to her. They literally tell her to be careful. April is vicious. Yeah. 
when we cut to like April and Brian in a fight. <laughs> Not like immediately. I know they're screaming at each other. And I wrote that he's like, I don't want your life. Because <laughs> he's like, stop telling me what to do. Um, and then he breaks up with her and he sounds very sincere when he says, I'm I really am sorry. And she goes, I hate you. <laughs> she was not a happy camper. Yikes. Then Mac walks up. Sorry, there is just banging going on downstairs. Oh, no, I can't hear a thing. <laughs> I can, and I don't want to know what it is. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Sorry. Mac walks up immediately after April has walked away. And the first thing he says to his best friend is, cool if I go after your sloppy seconds? Gross. Haha, I'm just kidding, bro. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Fuck you. That's gross, man. Don't, I don't care if you're joking. That's a weird, gross thing to say to me literally two seconds after I've broken up with my girlfriend in a heated exchange that you clearly witnessed. Yeah. So Max sucks. He's like, oh, can't you take a joke? Like, just the most typical bro. Joking. <laughs> joking. Um, so we cut to Emma and Luke on their date, and we learn that he was a professional soccer player, but now he is coaching because he got injured. And she gets a phone call from B, and she takes it. And as she's sitting next to Luke, B's like, how's the date going? And she's like, um... It's going really well. Yeah. And he like gets this smile on his face. I thought that was so He's cute. like, yeah, <laughs> it is going really well as well. B and Chloe and Reese go to some diner that doesn't look like a diner at all. Um, and April's already there with her friends. <laughs> Did you catch the, the like the background conversation that April was having with her friends? Uh-uh. One girl was like, I'm so glad you broke up with him. He, I can't believe he did that to you. <laughs> and like April looks at the girl next door. She's like, it was just so stupid. I was like, you're not going to go on a date with her. <laughs> Why did we hear all of this? <laughs> it was like obviously improvised and so. Oh my God. Oh boy. So back home, B and Emma are talking about their day and. B's like really excited that her mom's so happy which is weird because they've only just like rekindled their yeah like, like it's just really good to see you happy just so happy to see you happy mom someone is watching B in her house now um and she gets a text from I think Brian and then no I thought it was an unknown number Oh, yeah, but I thought it was, like, him texting her for the first time. Oh, maybe, yeah. She was really excited about it, but I was like, is she really texting Brian, or Mm. is she texting this fucking weirdo thinking it's Brian? Well, whatever. Sorry, I totally spaced up for a second. You were thinking, is it Brian, or is it, and I was going to say dancer, because in my head, I was like, are we I don't even know if those are the right words, but that's what happened. Are we Brian Um, or are we? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The next day, 
she's with Juan and he says, oh, she runs outside because she like notices that someone's out there. Her mom notices because her mom walks in. So Emma walks in and sees the guy standing like right outside of the window and is like, what the fuck? So Juan says he couldn't see anything on the security tapes. And Emma says she feels like she say she feels like, like we're not wanted how yeah why what i don't know there's a weird conclusion to jump to just based on that one guy giving you stink eye in town yeah that's so weird it, it was weird um brian comes up to be at school <laughs> the next day and he's like obviously super into her and she's like hey oh he's like okay i'll come over and she's like i'll text you my address and he's like oh no everybody knows like where your vineyard is and then she's like hey do any of your friends own a camera and he's like yeah on their phones (laughs) what's a camera i don't know the way he responded it was like yeah we all know that we all have a camera you idiot it was so weird we see them confirm their study plans and they inexplicably hug <laughs> i didn't understand the hug at all i didn't get the hug either and of course april and her little groupies <laughs> are right there <laughs> like creepily peeking out from behind a wall my god so then we cut to her and her two little sidekicks um in front of a computer and one's like should we really do this remember what happened last time and april's like this is different she deserves it but so what happened last time was the other girl dying. <laughs> so if she did kill herself, April is res- directly yeah, wait, responsible. She did for kill this. herself. Wait, did she kill herself or was she? I thought. I, mean, I, I know thought, they said she killed herself, but I like, know. did no, she? She must have been murdered. I don't know. I want clarification. <laughs> Because I left this thinking that the murderer is a serial killer. Yes. Yeah. So did I, but I don't, I don't, I truly do not know the answer. Hmm. So we see B and Brian doing their homework together. What he needed help with was coloring in pictures of a cell. Yeah. (laughs) Like what the fuck? I think my middle school student is doing stuff like that right now. And you're in like high school, (laughs) you're in senior, you're a senior. That class you said it was for seniors. You're in seniors chemistry Mm -hmm. and you don't know how to color a cell. Also, are cells in chemistry? That's biology. Well, it's AP bio. So it's bio. Oh, okay. Yeah, which right. inexplicably right. she's taking because she took chemistry last year. And I don't know what that means because I'm not like well versed in the hierarchy of classes that you take in science. I don't remember, but I don't know. Maybe because it's just AP. So it's like college level I biology. Guess. I don't know. Um, so we they're coloring, they're sneaking cute little glances at each other. And then Luke and Emma walk in the room and they announce that they're going for a walk and Luke tells B that Brian gets very distracted by cute girls. And Brian's like, Coach, why are you saying that? Now, 
Emma and Luke go for a walk and we hear them talking. And I don't remember what leads up to this, but she tells him he's a better coach than he was a player. And he goes, I hear you. <laughs> so we're just acknowledging that we were both just like, you were pretty shit at soccer, right? You so actually weren't just- that good. <laughs> And I just need to put that out in the universe. And I need to let you know that before we rekindle this fully. I need to let you know that you weren't that good of a player. (laughs) Great coach, though. Great coach. Oh, good. Then he says, coaching. I've never felt so completely in my element, except when, uh, you know. And then they kiss. That was when he said something about his first love. Yeah. But what did he mean? Okay, I didn't hear that part at all. I guess I was just so distracted by how he ended that conversation. Yeah. Okay, when he said, I've never felt so completely in my element except when, uh, you know, did he mean fucking or? I think maybe just being with her. Maybe. Okay, I thought he said it like in a hubba hubba ding ding way. I mean, yeah, with her though. Like, oh. hey, remember when we used to fuck all the time? It was awesome because we were like 20. <laughs> um, so Brian and Emma are talking. Nope, 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 nope. B. I really got these two names confused. Oh, wait. Did we talk about too how April and her bitchy friends are posting shit online about B? Yeah, they made like a burn site. Yeah. Or I forget what is that what they call it a burn site? A, yeah, burns or slam site. A slam site. Which seems like that's so mean. <laughs> so so mean. mean. So we find out as Brian and B are talking that Luke is kind of like a father figure to Brian. Um, and then he shyly admits that his dad is in prison, but like he's not violent or nothing. Mm-mm. you know white collar stuff as though that's somehow better than, i don't know um emma tells brian that her dad is remarried and that she feels like the ugly stepsister which is such a weird thing to say when your other siblings are like toddlers yeah and they also talk about uh his breakup with what's her name the ex-girlfriend oh april yeah and he goes he was like it was over between us a long time ago and i'm like you're <laughs> fucking 16 what do you mean <laughs> it's like you haven't been married for 10 years you piece of shit yeah I the same thing. it was over between us a long time ago that magic flew out of the window like, <laughs> how long you've been dating like three months right god oh boy so he asks B out to go to the go out with him after the big soccer game on Friday. Um, and he's like, oh shit, I forgot. I have to go to this party for the team, but we don't have to stay long. I just have to kind of make an appearance because I'm the captain. Um <laughs> next I wrote the next morning we learned that Ed Pre- Peterson. Whoa, Ed Peterson. Ed. <laughs> Slamming biodynamic wines. That is exactly what I wrote. <laughs> Ed Peterson writing an op-ed slamming biodynamic wines. The horror. <laughs> the absolute horror. Oh my god! And Emma is in a tailspin. <laughs> you don't want Ed Peterson saying no. anything bad about your kind of wines. Do you know who Ed Peterson is? This is gonna bury us. It's gonna kill us. <laughs> 
No one is coming to our opening now. No one. Like they made this a real big deal. And then. Well, so we don't ever really hear this, but Emma and Juan are planning this like wine dinner (laughs) opening thing. And she's like, maybe we should later she's like maybe we should cancel and he's like even if it's just my family and yours it'll be fine and then that's the only people that came <laughs> wouldn't it have been funny if ed peterson was the murderer <laughs> <laughs> yes noted wine critic <laughs> ed peterson oh get out of my town with your bio Oh my good god. Oh my gosh. <sighs> so <laughs> Emma, nope, B goes to school the next day and everyone's looking at her weird. Mm-hmm. And Emma gets a call from the principal that she needs to come in. There's something has happened. So she tells her that I guess she tells her all about the site. We don't actually see the principal tell her anything Mm-mm. we just hear her be like cyberbullying <laughs> <laughs> like she literally is like cyberbullying yeah that's it <laughs> we take it seriously so then like i honestly thought that the girls maybe were like setting it up so she was gonna get in trouble for something mm-hmm. but no it's not it's just that she's a target of online bullying but it really is not made very clear in that meeting at all and also they put like her home address on the site which Mm -hmm. is not acceptable oh my god do you know what i just gotta say this today i was watching the arraignment for the Mm. parents of the school shooter and before their arraignment i don't know if they were meeting to like be streaming other people's arraignments <laughs> but like there was a guy who was getting arraigned and like it was on zoom and the judge or magistrate or whatever like was like all right so I have your address listed as this I have your phone number as this here is your email address are these all correct like, was like, oh, no <laughs> like streaming it on the website I was like oh dear that probably was not supposed to be like Oh no! He streamed out right now. That's he not was de- good at all. And he was denied bond, even though he didn't have a criminal past. The severity of mm-hmm. his charges led uh, led to no Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, oh dear. So, anyways, yes. I just needed to, I just needed to talk about that real quick because it was, uh, it was kind of like one of those, That's like, oh no, <laughs> they're making a mistake. <laughs> So we see Chloe walking to class and April's friends stop her and they're like, hey, Pep Squad's doing blah and blah. And oh, you need this. And it's like a pink post-it. She opens it up and it has the name of the burn site on it. BusyB.com. She runs to tell B. She's like out of breath and crying. And she's like, don't go on the website and don't take it personally. It's happened already. So bad. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's really terrible, but don't take it personally. <laughs> so we never really see exactly what they put up there, except that we know her address is up there and that they said 
She was getting sloppy seconds with Brian. That's right. They said something else. God damn it. Now I can't remember. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh, that she has um, an STI. That's what Yeah. Yikes. So then we... (laughs) Um... B is talking to her friends and she's like thanks for sticking by me and then Brian walks up and asks her to take a walk and he's also going to stay by her and he doesn't care what anyone says he's not going to let anyone hurt her and he could never be embarrassed by her and they kiss now someone is taking pictures of them (laughs) and we see like click 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 and then we cut to the same gloved hand that was taking a picture caressing a framed copy of the photo he's just taken. Yeah, I thought it was later, like at his house. Like but on his it, nightstand. No, but that's so weird for anyone to take those pictures and then frame it. I guess. Yeah, Dr. but Beck I mean Dr. Beck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, precedent. you know what? <laughs> You're right. You're exactly right. They set a precedent and I have to go with it now. Oh boy. Um, B says she still wants to go to the game and hang out with Brian tomorrow. And she's not going to let anybody like ruin her fun. So the next night at the game or after the game, Emma and B wait outside the locker room for Brian and Luke um because they're both just like dating these people i don't know i think that's so weird it is weird um, brian promises he's gonna get chloe home by midnight and that and emma tells b you can call me like no matter what i'm not gonna judge you i'll just come get you so they go to this huge house and a guy from the soccer team gives her a cup and he just says cranberry juice and then the guys on the team are like oh we just need to borrow brian for like five minutes she takes like three sips of her drink and starts talking to April's lackeys and she starts to get real fuzzy and they take her upstairs to a room where we see April waiting and then it cuts to black. She wakes up in her bed the next morning and her mom, look, <sighs> I get that her mom thinks that she got drunk at a party when she promised she wouldn't. I didn't like this woman in this scene. She made me furious. Her mom says these girls have a reputation for hazing people. So why are you mad at your daughter? Like, I don't know. To me, it's very obvious your daughter didn't get blackout drunk like Mm -hmm. she was drugged. It's so, and it takes them so long to come to that conclusion. And it's like, why does it take you so long to come to that conclusion? Because her daughter's like, I had literally three sips and then Mm -hmm. I don't remember anything. I remember seeing April and that's it. And I was like, I don't want to hear it. So B goes to take a shower. She finds horrific bruises on her body Mm -hmm. around her wrists and on her side and she does not feel she can go to her mom because her mom just yelled at her Mm -hmm. this is bad parenting this is bad parenting oh man that really bummed me out um luke and emma are talking at emma's house and luke is like oh brian feels so bad oop now he just pulled up in the driveway i'll go tell him to leave because he shouldn't be here 
So Brian says you just wanted to apologize to Emma. I just need to say before Brian pulls up and Luke and Emma are sitting on the couch talking. It's still day, right? It's light Uh outside. There are three open bottles of wine on the table. (gasps) Three. This is coming from somebody who will share some wine with my friends. Like three bottles of wine between two people before the sun has set is. And I know you're on a vineyard, but those bottles, they were like red wine bottles. That's not a light. uh, That's not a light white wine. That's a those are dark, heavy reds. They're just hammered. Mm hmm. Wow, I did not see that. Good oh, I saw. Eye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> good eye. Yeah, I was a little shocked. So, anyways, <laughs> so B comes running outside and she acts like a big baby. And this is the only time in the movie I didn't like her. She's like, "Mom, what are you doing?" Um. Someone's lurking outside their house at night when they're both in bed. He gets in to B's bedroom, pulls down her covers, and takes pictures of her. I did not like that. No. Hey, Bridget. Same. (laughs) Same. So then the next day, everyone's looking at her and talking about her again. April makes a comment about her being a busy little bee and Chloe and Reese finally show her that someone has posted a bunch of pictures of her passed out with guys from the soccer team. With the entire soccer team. And boy, this is something that's happened to multiple girls in real life and it's real fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, so her friends put that in quotes tell her we can't hang out with you until this blows over and i was so mad at them. yeah they were being really rude to her and i felt really bad because it's like you know that it's not her mm-hmm. so like you know Why are you doing this yeah. yeah she gets to class um brian runs in after her and he like puts his hand on her arm and he's just like i am so 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 sorry and the teacher's like Keep your hands to yourself, which seemed like such an overreaction. <laughs> like I yeah. didn't understand why she would ever say that. Um, so Emma comes home while B's like sitting on the couch. Um, oh, <laughs> she's eating a cookie, so she's obviously depressed. Um, because that felt like the vibe they were trying to give off. Wait, do it did we skip the creepy staring after school? The guy, the Unabomber staring at her after school. Oh, it's was that that day. day or it's that the next day? Yeah, it's the next day. I, Sorry. I, and I also wrote, he looks like the fucking Unabomber. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> Aviator shades, a tightly drawn hoodie. Come on. Who else are you going <laughs> to look like? Okay, so when Emma gets home, B's like, I need you to sit and listen. And she's like, I barely had any of my drink on Friday. She shows her the bruises and the pictures that were posted. And Emma's like, oh my God, you were drugged. Sorry, I was such an asshole. Um, you were. Okay. You were she an was. asshole. <laughs> you were. This is, they don't call the police now. Right? 
Not mm-hmm. yet. They call him after she sees the guy staring at her. Oh, that's right. Okay, so yeah, she's on campus. There's a guy sitting on a table in like the outdoor eating area and he looks like the Unabomber and he goes like, shh, and she freaks out and walks off. Um, and this is when we see Luke give the team the lecture where he's like, yeah, she was drunk, but you guys should have taken care of her instead of taking advantage of her. She wasn't drunk. And how does he not know that already? Right. Like Emma would have texted you the second she figured that out. Yeah. That's insane. Whatever. Um, B tells a counselor what she remembers. Oh, because when she sees that guy on campus, she starts having like flashes to the night she was drugged. So she goes to talk to the school counselor. And this is one of the first times in this movie this happened. Really made me mad. Everyone is constantly telling her she's got to stay strong. She's got to do all this work because other people are horrible. And it really made me mad. Yeah. How about the other people can stop being terrible? Anyway. Well, I mean, in a perfect world, Bridget, sure. But (laughs) this is 2021 America and uh, everyone is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) I had some of my Fritos, by the way. Oh, nice. Fuitos. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, okay, so Mac apologizes to the coach after practice, and Luke says, oh, I know you weren't a part of it, which I didn't notice until the second time I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, oh, he wasn't in the pictures. I wonder where he was. Um, and now I realize as I say that, I don't know if that means anything. I thought I really had it there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what or was he taking the pictures? Right. Luke didn't think of that, and neither did I. <laughs> um, but then for some reason, Luke asks Mac to be in charge of finding out how to get the pictures taken down. That never comes of nothing ever comes of that. No. Um, and then isn't this when they go to the cop too? Yes. And he <laughs> says look all guys own a hoodie you have no proof and you should really think about this because you could really ruin these boys reputations yeah what yeah and then he gives them guilt for even bringing it up because brian doesn't need this right now he's already having a hard you know his dad is in prison right well, maybe his dad shouldn't have committed white collar crimes, I guess. I don't know. Unbelievable. This yeah. Guy. Yeah. Uh, and now, uh, yeah, this. Ahead. Oh, I was going to say, isn't this when uh, I keep forgetting the ex-girlfriend's name? April. April. Is this when her and her shitty friends are trying to get onto the website that they made and then they realize they can't yeah, get that's on happening it. at some point soon. I don't remember when, but yeah, they like figure out they've been hacked. That scene felt so long. Yeah. It's like, just get to it already. I know. Jesus. Um, 
Mac walks over to B and Emma when they're having ice cream and he like apologizes to her and she's just like you can fuck all the way off Mm -hmm. which I did enjoy um Emma gets spray painted on her locker (laughs) wait (laughs) nobody spray paints her onto her locker that's not what happens someone paints why don't you die on her locker which is horrifying yeah um and then brian's right behind her she finds an envelope in there a packet of white stuff falls out and onto the ground and the note says i'm coming for you there (laughs) emma's talking to juan and she gets a phone call and it just says like what poison i'll be right there (laughs) oh boy and now she's talking to the principal and the cop and the principal's like it was only baby powder just relax emma it was just baby powder Don't worry about the note that said I'm coming to get you. (laughs) Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Um, In the meantime, Mac is trying to talk to Brian. Brian's still not talking to him because of the whole thing with the party and B. And Brian opens his locker and a can of black spray paint falls out. Mm -mm -mm. And Mac's like, oh shit man that's fucked up but don't worry I'm not gonna tell anybody (laughs) I would never tell on you even though holy shit that's really crazy that you did that um Brian just walks away oh and then this is when April and her friends realize that they were hacked yeah they're trying to get on their the site they made and they can't get on yeah and then they realize that somebody posted new oh the pictures of bees sleeping yeah yeah yeah, I yeah, did yeah. really like, I mean, part of why the scene was so long is that they all take a turn putting in the password and then being shocked when it doesn't work. Is it in caps? <laughs> Do you hear cap black on? Oh, boy. And then so we, Emma, oh, go ahead. Is this when we find, so I keep asking that, <laughs> but is my notes now? were very, that is kind of how I feel. Was it now? <laughs> but we find out that the girl who died before, mm-hmm was Brian's ex. Yes, that's right. Her name was Rachel. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and he was dating her at the time that she died. Um, so Emma goes home after finding this out and she kind of tells B this, um, and B's like, you know what he fucking said to me that was weird. He said he knew better about leaving me alone or whatever at the party. Um, and so then, yeah, she tells her about Rachel, how she also blacked out at a party and a guy was stalking her. So this girl was, okay, she must've been murdered because she was also had this exact same thing happen at a party and she was being stalked while she was being bullied by April. Yeah. And then there was a note, like a suicide note that they, that he had left for B you know what I mean? And so like, obvious, true. like, oh, and they found, okay. The thing that should have told me, yes, now I'm remembering that they found Rachel on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Like no one does that. 
right kills themselves on the side of the road okay so yeah she was murdered i solved the biggest mystery for myself there we go thank god (laughs) um so (laughs) emma goes to talk to luke at school and now i keep doing this b does b goes to talk to luke at school Mm -hmm. and she asks um what do you know about brian's ex and he's like well i know he loved her and that he didn't see the suicide coming and none of us did um and then he tells b again you're so strong and you're gonna get through this i wrote why is this making me so mad i was trying to examine why i was so triggered by that because women shouldn't have to be strong after like traumatic stuff happens to them she goes to get a drink of water at the water fountain and someone just walks up behind her and slams her head into the water fountain holy shit i I mean that felt like a real thing that's assault yes emma that night as b is icing her head is like i'm pulling out of school and canceling the dinner and B's performance of this line, it was like they pushed a button and she was a robot. She's like, no, mom, you can't. All of a sudden, she just <laughs> forgot how to act. It was like when she was peeing in the cell. <laughs> hey, there's I'm someone here. There's someone in here. Um, now, just as a side note, this girl plays Paul Rudd's daughter in Avengers Endgame. Oh. Ant-Man's daughter becomes a superhero. She's going to be in something else coming up. But the role got recast. So sorry. Now you're in this Lifetime movie. Oh, damn. I That's know. That's sick burn. That really sucks. I Yikes. felt so bad when I saw that. Um. Oh, this is when B tells them it's not the first time she saw the creepy guy at school. And mm-hmm. then they call the police. Or go to the police again. Um. Emma goes to talk to April the next day. There was like nothing. How did she know to go talk to April? Oh, I, guess I don't she... know. I yeah, it was confusing. I mean, maybe I guess her daughter told her about. I mean, she knew about the the burn page or whatever. So I guess she just was like, "I'm going to the fucking source of who's causing this drama for my daughter." Right. Um. So she's asking April all these questions and April's kind of like dodging, excuse me, responding to the questions, but then she starts crying and she's like, look, I made the slam site, but I felt bad. And I tried to take it down. Excuse me. I shouldn't have had a LaCroix right before we started recording. (laughs) But then she sees the soccer boys running by and she's like, I can't talk to you here. It has to be later. Mac is like running behind Brian, like a little weasel, and he's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like trying to t- like needling <laughs> Brian while they're doing their laps, and Brian just shoves him. He's like, "Leave me alone, goddamn!" Yeah, and Mac is like, "You're letting this girl come between us. She's crazy, man. Why is she crazy?" So then we see April get a text from an unknown number and it's a picture of her dead friend, Rachel, sleeping. Not cool. Um, B is at home doing homework. She's not supposed to be talking to anybody from the soccer team right now until they figure out what's going on. She gets a text from Brian and he's like, I miss you. I want to see you. Um, And then he's like, are you home alone? Can I come over? And she says, yes. 
And then he doesn't respond. And she's like, what the shit? Like, why did you make these plans and then stop talking to me? So hours later, she texts him, what's up with the radio silence? Oh, wait, I skipped ahead. Oh, no, Anne, I'm having a hard time. It's okay. (laughs) We're both clinging to the clinging to it right now. (laughs) We see that Brian doesn't have his phone. He can't find his phone. And then he finds it elsewhere in the locker room. And then when he gets the text from B, that's like, hey, what's with the radio silence? He's like, oh, did you text me before? I'm confused. Say what? We were talking? (laughs) Me? Um, And just as she sees that message come in, someone comes up behind her and chloroforms her? Or knocks her head into the desk. I don't remember. I think chloroforms her. There's a lot of chloroform. I just realized how many notes I took. Guess how many pages of notes I have. Five? I mean, it's typed double-spaced. Eight? (laughs) Thirteen. Oh, my God. I was kidding when I went up from five. It's so much. (laughs) I literally skip ahead because I I have like I have like five more sentences I've written. (laughs) Five more pages. Okay. Jesus. Emma gets home and the door front door is open and she can't find B, but on the kitchen counter, there's a typed suicide note and her phone. But and also her, before like, this. Wait, wait. Oh, nope. You're right. This is after. Sorry. <laughs> when they call the cops, the cops are like, no, I guess she killed herself. Bye. Like they don't care at yeah. all. Um, oh no, I lost my place. Uh-oh, go back five pages. <laughs> oh, so April texts Emma and says, there's something else I need to tell you. And then someone is behind her in the car and grabs her head and like slams it into the steering wheel so many times. Yeah. And then we see Emma trying to call April and she's like, please answer your phone. I'm getting worried. Luke comes up behind her. It's like, hey, I'm, uh, April's dead. <laughs> like, there's like no preamble. And then Brian comes running up and he's like, oh, I got to tell you guys something. B texted me before she went missing. Now, we see the hoodie guy at the school and he plants something into a locker, a bottle of pills. Ketamine. Ketamine. The next morning, Emma and Luke are talking and she's like, how many days was Rachel missing before they found her? And he's like, three. And he's like, so I only have one day left. Maybe two. (laughs) Um, Luke's like, oh, the police are talking to Brian. So I'm going to go there. Now. (laughs) I'm going to go to there now. (laughs) Well, (laughs) goodbye then. (laughs) And Luke's like, you know, you should go talk to Mac because he might have some insights on Rachel and, um, oh, and he can let you know if he was able to take those pictures down or not. So dumb, dumb cop is talking to Brian and Brian's like, I don't even know what ketamine is. I don't even know where you get it. I don't know what you're talking about. And the guy's like, oh, ketamine's like a party drug, man. Come on. Everybody knows about ketamine. <laughs> Lots of vets have it too. And Brian's like, veterinarians max dad is a vet Ah! 
cut to Emma showing up at Mac's house and him offering her a cup of water and then loudly very obviously out of the bottle and putting it in the mug it's like clink 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 she's also watching him (laughs) do it he's like right behind and he's like she'll never know (laughs) (laughs) dumb ass man (laughs) god so she's like takes the mug from him and talks to him for a little bit and is like pretending to sip from it um and she's like oopsie i spilled it all over myself also would a pill dissolve in cold water in a half second no uh, no like powder (laughs) doesn't dissolve that fast that's meant to be dissolved in water you have to stir it up for a hot sec god oh so many holes um excuse me so she goes snooping. She's like, oh, I'm going to go use the bathroom. And she goes snooping in his room. And then we cut to the cop talking to Mac's dad. And he's like, you're right. I do have ketamine missing. Also, ever since my wife left five years ago, my son's therapist has said he has violent tendencies and he's borderline psychotic. And no, of course, we didn't tell the school. Why would we ever do that? You don't want to jeopardize his Sports opportunities. Oy, oy, oy. So in Mac's bedroom, under multiple things, she finds this notebook that just happens to have pictures of other girls tied up, sleeping, really creepy. She takes a picture of the pictures with her cell phone and puts everything back where she found it. And then she walks out. Mac is like just wiping the counter. <laughs> He's been, she's been in that room for minutes. A hot sec. <laughs> He's been wiping that counter the whole time. And then Emma's just like, you know what? I actually really need to go. Thanks so. Bye. And Max just like, shrug. <laughs> Which, guys, you should have figured out by now that Mac is the killer. Now, the cop has found out who the suspect is. He has to go take care of business. What is he doing the next time we see him, Anne? He's like getting a slushy from a cider mill or something. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. He's like walking out of a general store. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like. I think he had an iced coffee, but oh, I miss a cider slushy. I would go for one of those right now. He just took the scenic route, you know, went to go see the pines. <laughs> he... It blew my mind. And he gets a call from Emma on his personal cell phone. And he's like, you're at Max's house. Get out of there. You can't be there. But she's like, okay, stay away. Stay far away as possible. Cool. I'll just walk up to the shipping container that's inexplicably on this huge property. Well, she heard. She does she, hear B yelling. She heard B yelling in it. She, the thing is locked. So luckily there's an ax underneath a blanket right next to the shipping container. Unfortunately for the viewers, this actress has never handled an ax a day in her life. (laughs) It is the most awkward thing to watch her. Like try and use this ax. I just was like, that's wrong. I don't know how I could make it right, but that's 
doesn't look right. Like it was bad. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't good. She got the job done though, didn't she? She did. Just three whacks, <laughs> and uh, she walks in and starts untying B. But then Mac walks in behind her and chloroforms her. And then we cut to her being tied up inside the house, and Mac just looking so pleased with himself. <laughs> Um, she's got a knife in her back pocket. That feels like a thing we should They're back seen. at the vineyard now. He takes them back to the vineyard. Because oh. at the end, they're running like they're at the vineyard. You're right. Because he wants to try and make their deaths look like a suicide. So so here's which seems a lot like that seems so difficult. It like, seems like a lot of work. Yeah. And in the very beginning, when we saw B running, she runs out of the shipping container and directly into the vineyards. So does Mac live in their house? Oh, wait, <laughs> I was just going to say, what if Mac's dad, what if they were like the other vineyard people? But no, his dad's a veterinarian and that's how oh, he got right. the ketamine. Hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Well. <laughs> They're back in the vineyard. <laughs> and like, um, we like, what is the reason for no, this? No reason. Why couldn't they have been like, I'm in love with Brian and all you fucking bitches Why? are getting it in my way. So clear. Or even like, he's my best friend and you're like, don't even give it a gay element, I guess, even though I would fucking love it. Like, I don't know. Make him be like obsessed with Brian. That is it's very heavily like in the plot. That would be the logical conclusion, but they don't address it at all. He says to be you didn't even look at me. Yeah. So what? What? Mind boggling. And why take them back to the vineyard if it's not related to the vineyard because he wanted it to make them it what he wanted it to look like they killed themselves on the property but that's madness they're both gonna kill themselves bridget i don't know i don't know he has left b alone in some other place in the house and so she sees a wine opener and uses it to cut herself free yeah he left a corkscrew just Mm -hmm. on a box within two feet of somebody who's tied up and frantic you think they're not going to be able to get that buddy like right use your brain they're getting ridiculous like how lucky that that was left there because otherwise the rest of the movie wouldn't happen which is that she gets free and then she knocks Mac out with a wine bottle as he's choking Emma. And then they start running through the vineyards. Oh no, she stabs Mac before they start running through the vineyards. Yeah. With a very tiny knife. It's not like a huge knife. And then he's running after them and just like moaning and groaning. Like, no one's making you do this. Just lay down. Yeah. After that hurt. Um, Emma. He catches up with them in the vineyard. Emma like kicks him in the nuts and gets the knife and is about to murder him <laughs> when the cop shows up and he's like, Emma, uh-uh-uh. No, 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 baby. God, I hate this guy so fucking much. Oh, I was furious they gave him 
what I guess was supposed to be a redemption moment because after they agree to testify and Max been arrested, the cops like, oh, by the way, B, I was wrong. I'm I busy from the start. Yeah, I know. Um, That's why I came to you as a police mm-hmm. officer. At the very beginning of this. To take care of my shit that was happening. Uh, so they get reunited with their their beloved men, Luke and Brian. Brian apologizes and she's like, shut up and hugs him. <laughs> Don't know why they weren't allowed to kiss in this. <laughs> um, and then we cut to a month later. So it has been a total of like two months that they've been back in town. Mm-hmm. They're at the winery opening dinner. It's only them and Juan's family. And the first vintage of their collection is ready. That's not how wine works. (laughs) No, it isn't. (laughs) It's been two months. Yeah. And then speaking of it only having been two months, Luke proposes and she says, yes. I mean, you know, Lifetime loves their quick proposals. They love a fast courtship. Although I do have to say they did have a past together. That's true. But, you know, it's like you're different people now. Yeah, you're not the people you were in high school. Make sure that your peopleness meshes with each other still, you know? Peopleness. (laughs) And that's the movie, guys. That's it. Yep. Happy happily ever after no and there's something on the chair behind you that looks like it has two glowing eyes and <laughs> has been catching me off guard oh it's danny's it's a it's danny's pins okay. <laughs> every once in a while i would look up and be like oh god <laughs> it's this looks like a face though, doesn't it? <laughs> spooky <laughs> oh my god it does yeah, so that was the movie. It was actually kind of good, although they were on a lot of different pathways. They at sure every were. single point in this movie. I loved it only because it was so it didn't need to be cyberbullying and stalking and a vineyard. Like there were way too many things. Right. And also there was no murder in the vineyard. So yeah. Ah, uh, that was a little annoying. But yeah, that was it. Good stuff. Um, I will pick another movie this week. And I don't know. I'll see how I feel. This has been a real roller coaster of emotions this week. So we'll see how I am feeling on the day I feel like watching a fucking movie. <laughs> Maybe I'll just say, you know what, guys? We're just going to watch Get Back for nine hours and talk about that. Well, I haven't <laughs> watched it yet. I'm on my second viewing. It's just so great i fucking love it i'm happy for you yeah thank you it's okay if you don't like it Uh, it's really for like crazy beatles fans Mm -hmm. i'm getting annoyed because i've been seeing people who are like obviously not beatles fans being like ah this was just like a bunch of stupid footage of them and i'm like excuse me (laughs) how dare you you clearly don't like the Beatles because I felt like I was invited into a private meeting with them and got to just hang out with the Beatles for eight hours. So get fucked because it was awesome. <laughs> I'm just yeah, just a gentle that. reminder to everyone that um, it's okay for you not to like something, but you don't have to tell everyone you didn't like it. 
Right. And I know I'm guilty of that, too. I try not to. I'm trying to be better about that because uh, I know we've gotten into some heated debates at the yurt before about <laughs> some certain musical theater productions. <laughs> I don't want to get into it right now. We already bummed ourselves out before we started recording. So yeah, we really, really fucking did. Uh, so have a good week, everyone. Um, I hope hopefully it's better than last week. <laughs> Seriously. Boy, oh boy, this was a real humdinger. humdinger. <laughs> it, was a, it was a doozy. So, yeah, take care and we'll be back uh, whenever we fucking record again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. <laughs>